I, uh, yeah, and, didn't you say and, your first Ironman was 58 or 56 or something? 59, yeah. I, I learned to swim and then did my first Ironman at 59. And, and then uh, two years ago, 2013, I, I made it at, uh, to Kona in the World Championship. Welcome to the Habits to Goals podcast with Martin Grunberg. It's time to take control of your life. Are you ready to achieve goals faster and more consistently than ever before? You need the habit factor. You're listening to Habits to Goals, the podcast that helps you create the habits that lead to success. Here is Martin Grunberg. All righty, here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Habits to Goals podcast. It has been a while. This is going to be the show that breaks us out of our hiatus, at least I think so. We are welcoming the one and only Jack Daly. He is a SoCal super phenomenon, a businessman, an entrepreneur, an athlete, a sales expert, a best-selling author, and I could go on and on, and we're going to dive in. Really, to all of this, Jack, how are you doing today? Martin, I am awesome. Just back from a fresh run and headed to uh, headed to Omaha, Nebraska to compete with the United States best triathletes because I qualified for the uh, Olympic championship on Saturday. Wow. So, yeah. so are you going to use that as the GTR? We, we like to kick this off with a something we call the GTR, the Good Things Report. You can certainly use that. I know you were breaking down the house story. What you can use something else, whatever. <laughs> you have so many good things. I, I want to share with the audience. If you can't already tell, Jack is extremely high energy, and uh, so yeah, the field is open. Jack, what do you got for a GTR? All right, so so I'm going to flip to something else, and we'll hold it in suspense the nationals. Uh, so so I, I'm I'm a I'm a runner. I'm a triathlete. I've done uh, 15 full Ironmans. I've done 85 marathons, 48 states, every continent, including South Africa. And in the in uh, in a few months, I'm headed to the North Pole to run a marathon on a glacier. But here's the deal: I live in Southern California. I'm on a run along the beach, and it's just a casual training run. I look over to the side, and in one of those clear boxes where they put newspapers that you buy, I look over, and my God, my picture's on the front page, and it says, the world is Jack Daly's bucket list. And not only was I above the fold, Martin, but I'm below the fold and above the fold. I'm the whole front page and another two-thirds of another page, and there's pictures and articles about all of my crazy zany stuff. Uh, I, 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 I I couldn't. I couldn't stop running around town, going to all the all the all the baskets where they keep the papers and taking ten and fifty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I bet you're pulling up to every Seven uh, Eleven grocery store, supermarket. Um, so let's back up a sec. So you're talking about the newspaper. For those of you that don't know, I believe it was the Orange <laughs> Orange County Register, right, Jack? Right, right. I mean, and so this is, I mean, that's not a small little rag. That has a real circulation. That's that's Orange County's major uh, newspaper, correct? 
Yeah, oh, yeah, and 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 from what I understand, uh, I've gotten you know it went syndicated or something because it's all over the damn country because I'm getting notes from people all over the place, and you know the power of the internet, and so it's you know you just you punch in Orange County Register Jack Daly, and the whole damn thing is there on the online. So wow, well you could just we could just drop the mic, turn off the show. I think that that's <laughs> that might be the best the best GTR ever. I'm humbled. <laughs> To say that all I got is I uh, – it's been about a month now. I took my two daughters up to the Ojai slash Santa Barbara area. One was going to – well, they're both going to soccer camps. The oldest or the eldest, I should say, was um, – she's only 15, but she's at a UCSB soccer camp. So that was a bit hard to swallow, but I, I'm putting it in the good things. The other one was a uh, – it was kind of an Olympic development soccer camp in Ojai. And what made it extra special is I grew up in the Calabasas, Malibu area. And it gave me an excuse to spend a couple nights up there, surf Malibu, surf County Line, and just kind of uh, pick up and drop off the daughter. So this is no cover of OC Register, but that's, that's my GTR. Hey, given given your passion for surfing, and you're the guy that got me up on the board oh, and got right. me a photo and everything else, uh, you you putting the surfing together up in Malibu. That's awesome. Good yeah, for you. It was awesome, and and yeah, let me back that up. So Jack came down to San Diego. We did an entrepreneur event, and he was one of the highlights. We've had probably 25 entrepreneurs from around the world. That's right. It was it was the GLC. It was the Global Leadership Conference. All right. So not only were you speaking at it, but you were in town. You signed up for my little surf event. We have pictures of Jack standing and surfing. And by the way, the surf was actually quite challenging that day. So a trip through memory lane, that was epic. Now I want to back up. If you are still listening <laughs> and you're not blown away by the energy, keep in mind that Jack moved his Olympic qualifying race, which he's flying to tomorrow. That was kind of subservient to the OC register. So now I want to circle back and tell me about what, what's going on there. Is that a, that's an Olympic qualifier for your age group? Um, so, so this is the national championship. So I qualified last year and, uh, it's very funny. I did a half Ironman in Ohio and, uh, I hadn't trained for it and I've done a bunch of Ironmans and half Ironmans and all that. And so it's a half Ironman and, and I'm not trained and there were heavy winds and I get in the water. And when I got to the first pylon, uh, I, I just said, you know what? It's not my day. I'm just going to turn around and go back and quit. And when on the way back, the surf wasn't in my face right. and it was easier to swim in and it was an out and back route. So I'm like, gosh, what am I going to do? I got a 25 friends here and they're going to be out for the next four or five, six hours. And I'm just going to be squiddle with my thumbs. Right. Uh, and I never quitted anything before. So turn your ass around and get done. So uh, I, I got, I got the swim done, made the cutoff. Uh, got the bike done in heavy winds, made the cutoff. And when I got off the bike, Martin, I was like, I, I, I felt like I hadn't even exercised. I, I was ready to run. That's and incredible. I put, I put one of the fastest runs down in a half Ironman I ever did. And I finish and I go over to my buddies and we're breaking out beers and all that. And one of the guys says, Hey, there's a kiosk over there. Why don't you, uh, punching your number and you'll, 
they'll print your results. And I said, ah, I, just enjoy your beer. I, I can get it online. And, uh, and he goes, well, give me your, give me your bib number. I'll get it for you. He goes over and gets it. He brings the, the piece of paper back. He hands it to me and I said, thanks. And I put it in my pocket and he goes, would you look at the damn thing? And so I said, sure, sure. So I look at it. I, I won my age group. Um, Two guys I competed with protested my win, contesting that I couldn't have run the half marathon inside the half Ironman as fast as I did. Yeah. They checked everything out, everything passed, and then three, four months later, uh, USAT, the uh, the governing authority, says, "Hey, by virtue of winning your age group in the half Ironman, you qualified for the Olympic Nationals uh, Championship is in Omaha." So off I go, and that's where I'm headed tomorrow. That is fantastic, and yeah, well, I mean, as soon as I heard the <laughs> the word "quit," I I mean, we know <laughs> we know that's not necessarily in your. Uh, vocabulary but what what was going on was the wind or something with the goggles or it was just it was just awful oh well i hadn't swam for seven months oh got it and and uh they canceled the race the day before because of the winds and they capsized several boats and all kinds of things so the winds were still choppy they put it instead of the they put it in the in the in the inlet instead of in the in the lake and i mean there were lots of changes and and you know and without the training and i'm like what am i beating myself up for this is just kind of a fun race for me and but on the way back uh, the, the the quit gene is not in me, so that's that's just that. It's a good story. It's a great story, and yeah. and if if we weren't interviewing you, I sh- I share a very similar one about the half at at Oceanside, but it'll take too long to tell. So let's back up a sec. I want to give a bit of a feel for the listeners. Um, I hope this isn't too personal, but share your age, please. Oh <laughs> no, no worries. So I'm 67. That's what I thought. Yeah. So 67, I just, again, we're talking about age group on Ironman. I think, I think it's important that listener understand, uh, the age group. So the final hey, thought hey, that, hey, hey, Mark, hey, Mark, just, just to blow everybody's mind yep. at, at 58 years old, nine years ago, I did not know how to swim. I th- uh, yeah, and, didn't you say your first Ironman was 58 or 56 or something? 59, yeah. I, I learned to oh. swim and then did my first Ironman at 59. And and then uh, two years ago, 2013, I, I made it at uh, Tacona in the World Championship. Yeah, that should blow everybody's mind. And, and the fact is we are going to get into that. We are definitely um, – I totally want to get back to that. Uh just one thing about your run time. What you, you say the other the other guys were, were contesting, and what was the run time? Yeah, I, I, we it was something like two oh five or something. Wow! Yeah, holy smokes, that's fantastic! Yeah, and all I could think is maybe because you took it easy on the swim and the bike, you had a ton of energy. Who knows? Just you know, was wow. my day. Yeah, fantastic. So let's. Let's get into some of the background. Um, what part of the the world did Jack Daly go to high school in? Uh, so I, I I was born in Philly and raised in South Jersey. Philly, South Jersey guy. Yep. And then uh, college. Uh, Philadelphia. Went to LaSalle for my bachelor's. My master's is from Wilmington in Delaware. And what was the master's in? Um, MBA, general MBA, bachelor's in accounting. And then at some point you end up 
in SoCal. On like, 19, 1980, 80, watch this, 1983, I come out here to cut a big business deal <laughs> at La Jolla Country Club, and uh, and I built several businesses that went nationwide that were headquartered in the Northeast. Um, the, um, it's December. I'm in a golf shirt and shorts at La Jolla Country Club playing golf, sign this big deal, head to the airport to go home to Philly, see my lovely wife, <laughs> and I call her up on the phone at the airport in San Diego and said, hey, I'm anxious to see you. I'm getting on the on the flight. Just want to let you know what I'm going to be doing on the flight. I'm going to sketch out a new business. I'm going to build another company. This one's going to be headquartered in Southern California. <laughs> We're going to be moving there. And uh, I thought I'd give you the day to come up with all the reasons why we won't be, and I'll be ready for you when I get home. <laughs> and her list was short enough that two years later, watch this, 1985, two kids, our two kids and the two of us board the plane, and we land here not knowing a soul and build a company, and it went on to just incredible growth, uh, and the rest is history. I've been here for the last 31 years. Fantastic. So so Bonnie couldn't dissuade you, huh? Uh, there was no dissuasion. It was just there's a couple of little to dos we got to knock out with parents and kids right. and kids that kind of thing. and school yeah. and all that yep. good stuff. Yep. The lo- logistics that come with kids. Yeah. Um, well, that's fantastic. And yeah, and I I can't imagine she put up too much of a fight moving to uh, San Diego. Yep. Yeah, it's awesome. And that was a banking or mortgage company. Yeah. Or? Yeah. We we I, I convinced three guys to come uh, out west with me from the east. And um, we started with myself and three other guys. And 18 months later, the company with organic growth went to uh, 750 people in 22 locations in the U.S. So it was meteoric growth. That's fantastic. And that, of course, leads you into really the, the not just the businessman and the entrepreneur expertise, but, but really today, um, listener Jack goes around <laughs> he is booked throughout the year years in advance giving uh sales summits sales seminars keynotes and and what i'm getting here at jack is is all that experience really led to many of the ideas of course that you put into hyper sales growth and that you talk about in your seminars correct yeah, between the ages of 26 and 46 years old, uh, I built six companies from scratch into national firms. Two were sold to Wall Street. And at 46, after having a sales force of 2,600, uh, uh, I just said, I've had it. I don't want to, this isn't fun anymore. And uh, so I pulled the plug and sold the company. And, um, and then I, experimented with a little little consulting didn't particularly like it and then somebody asked me to keynote a conference and it was like that was the juice uh that i wanted and i've been doing it for the last 20 years it's a blast yeah you bet i mean and you're sharing your experience your wisdom uh, your knowledge that, all, all your hard lessons learned I, absolutely yeah. the and and by the way uh, so, so just so the listener understands, you know, when, whenever I'm, uh, I listen to speakers like myself, they want to tell you all their success stories. Yeah. Uh, every business I had, had, um, the bathroom experiences of a lifetime. I just cleaned that up for everybody. Uh, it, 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 it it's ugly. Every business has these ugly moments <laughs> and every, and every, every race that I've raced, every single Ironman, 
uh, I wanted to quit somewhere along the way. Well, and I feel like you're reading my uh, my crib sheet here. This is where I'm trying to take us, and and I wouldn't mind if you could share. I mean, at the end there, you just said kind of look, you know, the the business grew, and then it wasn't fun anymore. What can you? Is there, can you pinpoint one or two really dark days or experiences where? Ha- Absolutely. Yeah. How, yeah. How let, you pick let's yourself do that. up and get through that. So, so in 1998, uh, our company and I had two partners in this deal. Uh, so the three owners, 1998, we were celebrating, uh, two incredible achievements. Inc. number 10 on the Inc. 500, 10th fastest growing company in the U.S. Mm -hmm. And the other accolade we got was Entrepreneur of the Year from Ernst & Young. Mm -hmm. Within 12 months later, I went into the office, 275 employees, and stood in front of the place with tears running down my face. And that day, let 240 people go Mm -hmm. in a Mm -hmm. single day. Mm. Um, yeah, we were, we went, there was a cataclysmic thing that took place in the, in, in the markets and the Mm. financial markets that impacted our firm directly. Mm. And, um, and, and we were, we, we were dealing in a product that was no longer fungible and, uh, and the phones were ringing and we couldn't do anything with them. And, uh, and we were losing a mil, we went from making a million dollars a month, Martin, in profit to losing a million dollars a month, uh, in a single month. And it was going to be continuing unless we did something. So we, we took it down to 35 people and then decided to uh, find a new product and rebuild. And, uh, and that, was, that was hard, really, two years of hard work. Uh, and, um, you know, I, 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 there's, there's that ugly mess that I call, you know, taking a, taking a real dump in the, in the toilet. Uh, there's another one where I had a tremendously successful company in my thirties and was, uh, the, I was the subject of an unfriendly takeover by one of the corporate raiders of all time by the name of Victor Posner, which was very ugly that ended up in the courts. Right. And, uh, uh, you know, every, every fun, successful journey, uh, has these ugly moments. It just does. Uh, yeah. I, I think what what would be helpful, um, certainly to me and the listeners, is to understand, and, and I think you painted a beautiful picture there, you, you know, your tears in your eyes, you're letting 200-plus um, employees go. I can remember when I had to let, like, four go, and... And it was absolutely brutal. What what is the mindset? Um, not just. I mean, I'm talking about the mindset that says there's light at the end of the tunnel, or there's you know just adapt and get through the day. I'm wondering what 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 are the things that you that that the cues that are helping you keep moving forward. Yeah, uh, look it, it, for me. Martin, it's very simple. Um, you re- you you rely on previous successes. Um, it, there, each time that you've you've had successes, you've had stumbles, you've had hurdles, you've had to overcome. And each time when it looked like the darkest of moments, somehow you pushed through and got through there and went to a really cool place. And so 
uh, I just say, hey, you know what? I, we're, we've been here before. We'll go over this. It'll be painful. But there is sunshine on the other side of this mountain. Uh, you you and I go go back a ways. Mm-hmm. And you know a little bit of my history in terms of yep. goal center. I am so maniacally focused on the end zone, so focused on the goals that um, once I once I was clear uh, in the example of letting 240 people go and keeping 35, one of the options was to close the whole damn place. Right. Once I made the decision, hey, we're going to rebuild. Um, I gave the 35 people that I kept. I gave them one day to grieve, but I said tomorrow. We got to come in and kick ass like it's a brand new company. We're going to celebrate successes. We're going to pay out bonuses. There's going to be contests. And I don't want you people to be confused with, hey, what are we doing? We just let 240 people go. (laughs) That was the old company. Now we're starting a new one, and we're going to start it with the things that I know – Make it successful. So I don't. I, I just don't do a lot of grieving. Uh, I deal with it. I wrestle the demon down, and then I decide: Are, are we going to go forward? Where are we going to go? And there, uh, now I have my clear vision, and I'm going to pursue it like a maniac. That's that's rich. That's fantastic. I mean, the fact is, you you talk about the vision and the end game, and staying focused. You talk about accepting what is and moving on and not, not dwelling on it and, uh, and reinvention that we're going to celebrate our successes. You know, it's one yard at a time, one first down at a time and just keep moving. Yeah. So, so, so we, you and I, you and I bonded pretty, pretty easily the first time we met. And, you know, the bonding was, you, you're all about the habit side. <laughs> I'm all about the goal side. Right. And when we started to kind of intermix, it was like, wait a second, one speed and the other. I mean, this is all coming together. Uh, it, it, for example, one, my goals, a lot of my, my goals are posted on my website for the world to see. Yes, Jackdaily.net. Now, I will tell you that when I do that, it just increased the accountability <laughs> worldwide because yes. everybody can call me out. Yes. A lot of them have to do with the condition that I'm in physically. So there's a lot of races and there's a lot of a lot of miles and, and swimming and biking and running and all of that type of stuff. Um, and 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 I I, I travel 250,000 air miles <laughs> every year as well. I got 120 speaking gigs. Yes, and I've got all of this going on. And people come up to me regularly and ask the same question, and it is, well, when do you find the time to exercise, or where, where, where you know, how do you train for your races? And uh, I, it's a legitimate question, but for me, it's a bizarre question. It would be like saying this: "Hey, how, how many? How, how how did you find time to breathe yesterday?" <laughs> Um, right. Hey, um, how many how many times a week do you brush your teeth? People brush their teeth every day. Um, we breathe every second. We don't think about these things. They're just natural parts of life. Well, guess what? I don't have an exercise regimen. Ex- exercise is like breathing. A day without exercise is not possible. You just find a way to get it done. All right. Well, I tried to warn you, Jack is super high energy and the best, believe it or not, is yet to come. But first, a quick break to make sure you take advantage of this very special free offer slash gift. So now it's your turn. What are you going to get for this? Well, 
what you will get is a very powerful tool. We call it the PET. It's a personal evaluation toolkit. It is 43 pages, a PDF, and some of the most significant kind of thought exercises related to kind of where you are, where you want to go, strengths, weaknesses. Um, It's a very, very powerful, we call it a toolkit, and it's yours absolutely free. Just help us there with the subscription, the quick review, and then all you have to do is text after you do those two things on February 20th or February 21st. Text four goals. That's the number four, and G-O-A-L-S, three, three, four, four, four. That is three, three, four, four, four. And all you got to do is text the word, well, first the number, four, and then goals, G-O-A-L-S, four goals to three, three, four, four, four. I am going to take note. We will take note of all those who text Uh, That number between the 20th of February and the 28th and make sure that you receive your free pet, your personal evaluation toolkit, 43-page power punch of uh, just amazing thought exercises, game changers, and that is speaking, of course, usually like everything else here from personal experience. So thank you very much. Wherever the opportunity presents itself, there's a window, and you just take advantage of it. Well, you, you, I think, would probably say, well, that's called a habit. Yes, that's what I was going (laughs) to – that's exactly what I was trying to get in. Yeah, what what he's saying is that has become a habit. So it's – you know, and we talk about this all the time. One of the the Latin roots of habit is habitus, which means condition or character. Jack's condition, you hear the high energy, you hear all about the goals, and it just goes on and on. I want to uh, share with the listener, Jack, I, I took a moment to rip this off one of your recent posts because he talks about holding himself accountable and and I'm just going to read through this quick summary. Seven, seven months are behind us. Here's the summary. 106 <laughs> flights, which equates to like 128,000 miles. 55 gigs, that means speaking uh, performances. 133 workout days of the 213 that were available. Six marathons. Re- recall, this is a recap for the first seven months. Six marathons. Picking up four new states, which is now 48 states, and his goal is to hit a marathon in each state. So that's 85 total marathons. He ran, by the way, I'm only a third through the list, 82 miles in July, (laughs) 614 for the year. He biked 233 miles, 813 for the year. Strength trained nine hours. 67 nights in bed, I believe that means at home, on the right. road, 39, uh, and then he's got goals and targets, 20 books read, 49 movies, 
completed his visits to every presidential library, six blood platelet donations, pushing me over 200 in the last 10 years, obviously saving and changing lives. And then because that wasn't enough, he sold a house and bought a new one. Bam. (laughs) So it is – I tell you, Jack, when I read this on Facebook, I I get tired just reading it. <laughs> I mean, it's exhausting. And what what I what I love and and find fascinating is I think it feeds your energy. I think you your energy doesn't diminish; it increases. And so you are as much or more alive today than than probably you were at fifty six or fifty. So um, I want to talk about that a little, actually. Because I feel like I'm going a little long on you and I want to respect your time. But but there was a point when you were not always a goal-crushing machine I, as an athlete. Uh, maybe you were always with, with business and, and right. you want to separate the two. So – but but in terms of athletics or just physicality, uh, physical fitness, taking care of yourself, what was the trigger? When did you um, when did you change from not Iron Man Jack to Iron Man Jack? Yeah, so 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 it's a gr- it's a great question. Uh, uh, so 1985, I come out to California uh, in the winter uh, in the east. You can hide your fat under clothes uh <laughs> you're, you're you're 75 degrees year round here i mean just um it, it's, california is a, is a physical fitness kind of mecca i mean people regularly exercise it's a part of the lifestyle right and so i get Absolutely. out here and i'm noticing that and I, i'm carrying an extra oh 20 to 30 pounds on me than, than i should be and uh and so somebody comes to me and says, hey, they're, they're having a 5K race uh, right out the front of our office on Saturday for the benefit of the Heart Fund. And uh, they got a special one-mile run for CEOs uh, that's going to that's gonna be at the beginning of it, and then, and then we'll do the 5K afterwards. Do you want to sign up for the one-miler? One mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, I'll sign up for the one-miler. And you know what? I'll sign up for the 5K as well. And they're like, wow, that's pretty cool. So – um, I, I signed up for that. I finished the one, one, the one mile. I finished uh, dying. Then I, <laughs> then I dragged my sorry ass in through the 5k. Right. Uh, and then at the end, I just said, man, that was pretty cool. Uh, I'm going to look for another 5k. So I looked for another 5k and I found one and we drove there the next week and I did one and I drew another and did another and then I couldn't find a 5k. And, but there was a flyer in my windshield and it was announcing a 10k in the area. So I said, well, shit, I'll try that. And I did a 10k. And then I said, well, that, that's way better than a 5k. I'm, I'm not going to do 5ks anymore. I'll just do tens. And then I couldn't find one of those. I found a 10 miler. And once I did the 10 miler, well, that's only three miles shy of a half marathon. So then I did a half marathon. And when I finished that, we were celebrating and my wife and I and over dinner and then I just started laughing. And she said, what are you laughing about? I said, gosh, I'm thinking about my whole life. Did I ever celebrate about doing half of anything in my life? (laughs) (laughs) And um, she goes, what do you mean? And I go, it was only a half. I got to do a full marathon. Wow. And uh, so then I trained for a full and and then I did about three or four fulls, and this is this is a kick in the pants. A guy goes running by me in a full marathon, and on the back of his shirt it said, "I ran a marathon in all fifty states." Uh. And I caught back up to him, and I said, 
tell me about this 50 state stuff. He says, oh, there's a club on the internet, the 50 state club, blah, blah, blah. I look it up. I joined and off I've been. I've been, I'm, I'm two states shy of uh, 50 states here. The last one was like Montana, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Incredible. So, so first of all, I love this story and, and it, it, it really reinforces what we talk about all the time on this podcast. And when we talk about the habit building process, it's just this iteration. And, but when you, from your first 5K, which you said was like 1985, 86, to, right? Yep. Okay, 86 to your first um, marathon, was that still in 86 or are we talking about 87? Oh. Uh, you know what? My, my first marathon was like 10 years or something like that. Got it. Yeah. yeah. So, so I just wanted to paint a picture, make sure everybody was on the same page. So I, and it's, I'm glad I asked this question. I got to tell you, because I thought you were kind of like me or your story was kind of like me in that <laughs> I, I had never run a 5k or a 10k, but I would sit there on my lazy ass watching like the Ironman, you know, Kona championships on NBC. They do a brilliant production. Right. And, and I would see it year after year after year and the production. So incredible. And then one year they showed a guy with like, I think, or might've been a female. She was missing a leg mm. and she, she almost finished. And it was just enough to make me be like, that's it. Like, what's your excuse? You know? <laughs> so, so I, I just, I didn't, I didn't dabble with the 5k, 10k, anything. I just went straight to the mother. Actually, I did do a half Ironman first because I figured there's no way I was doing a full if I couldn't do a half. Right. Um, but that was my incremental process. So that is a fantastic story. See that he took 10 years to develop slowly from 5k to 10k to five mile 10 mile half marathon absolutely fantastic so now your total jack is um 85 marathons so oh, far oh. on the way to 100 and i want to do one on all the continents i'm missing asia do that next year i'm doing the i just signed up last night in fact for the great wall of china marathon so that's have, may 20th next have you year been to the great wall now no. <laughs> so first of all, it's incredible, but it's very, very hilly. Oh, I know. And, I know. and it's got to be the hardest marathon in the world. I don't know. I did not do any marathon. And what didn't you just do one in Antarctica or something? Yeah, last year we did Antarctica. That's crazy. And this year is the so, North Pole, and it's on a on a glacier. For all they got a medical team that races with us, and they have you have to sign a paper. They have the right to pull you out on any moment oh. due to frostbite conditions and that kind of thing. Oh my goodness! Wow. What's wrong with this guy? Yeah, no, I mean it's it's incredibly inspiring, and and to think it all started after what fifty ish something. Like um, yes, yeah, you know, I mean, like I, I I did I dabbled in some stuff in the four in my forties, but it, it got into full full gear at fifty. Fifty eight, uh, fifty nine was my first uh, triathlon. I've done fifty eight of them now. Well, I'm gonna. Uh we're definitely going to have to have you back to get into some sales specifics. I don't think we're going to have time for that today. I, uh, I let's just keep it personal. Hey, in fact, uh since it's since it, this is like uh screaming at me to tell you this. Uh -oh. So last last night uh I wanted to put on alert 
uh, different people that needed to know what my year was shaping up to be looking like next year. Yep. Uh, now think about this. It's it's all early August of sixteen, and I'm talking. Here's what I've got on my calendar firm for seventeen, <laughs> and, and I'm not talking about the business side. That's right. loaded up. Right. Uh, so so just stay with me here. Yep. Uh, Ironman Malaysia in November. The Great Wall of China Marathon in May, uh, the Disney Half Marathon in January, Surf City Full Marathon in February, DC Full Marathon in March, Oceanside 70.3 Half Ironman in April, mm. Orange County Marathon in May, Atlantic City, New Jersey Marathon in October, which will be the last of my 50 states, a Caribbean cruise in April, uh, a visit of family reunion in February, uh, a, a Cabo, Mexico, a whale tour in February, uh, Australia in April to Hamilton Island, um, July back on three weeks in Australia, St. Patrick's Day celebration in Ireland, in Dublin in March, um, and another family reunion in August. And then I want to uh, wrap it all up with, uh, with a book on my uh, bucket list accomplishments. So, uh, yeah, you lost me up to the first three just because I couldn't <laughs> write it so fast. I do want to say thank you so much. I wish we could join you on that whale tour. That is going to be absolutely oh. epic. Um, but but I think for the listener, what that says to me is Jack is a master planner. Talk about the importance of planning real quick. Yeah. So you know what? Life what, is what's short. What's a great trick? Life, life is short. Um and um, and I, I'm I'm a believer. I ain't coming back on a second to the second turn. Okay. So so there's too many people, Martin, in my opinion, that work to pay bills and 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 they and they live for this elusive elusive retirement period. Uh-huh. I say live first and figure out how to pay for your life. Um, and put the priorities around the things that you want to do in your life. So um, you can't get to your destination unless you know what it is. So at 13 years old, I learned something from very, very accomplished people that I interviewed. And what I learned was that you got to have goals. They got to be in writing. Uh, you you got to put some kind of a indicator of what what's going to be finale uh, what you know what, what, a date or what's going to indicate that you got it done right. uh, and and what are the steps in between where you are to the goal uh, and and then in writing and then share them with as many people as you can and have some specific people that are going to regularly call you out and hold you accountable i learned that at 13 i've been doing that process for the, uh, from 13 to I'm now 67 years old every year that's the process it's fantastic and and yeah and I was just and I'm glad you recapped the whole thing I was just getting into the this idea that you you take the time now to plan for the like you just read through every month of next year and we're sitting here early Early August. This is probably not going to air uh, till November. Just right. FYI, but yeah, but but the idea is you have every month of next year already planned and scheduled with events. And what do you think the excuse is? That is it just what you just said that the person is is look they're living to pay bills and they're not thinking far enough ahead. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So okay. it's, it's so we become reactive as opposed 
to proactive. Got it. Um, you know. Yep. No. So 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 how about uh, you know I'm a, I'm guilty as a speaker for having one one liners. So here's here's the one liner. People and companies tend to underperform to their expectations because we rush to the urgent at the expense of the important. <laughs> I love it and I'm laughing only <laughs> only because one of our prior episodes was about Quadrant 2, which I'm sure you're very familiar with, right? Uh-huh, yep. Yeah, Quadrant 2, urgent, uh, but, excuse me, important but not urgent. Now, everything he just mentioned in 2017 is very important, but it's hardly urgent. It's nothing that has to happen today. It's not a fire. So he's he's proactive. He's planning. All right, well, beautiful gem. So as we as we round this out, Jack... Um, I'm going to hit you with a few quicker questions. And again, thank you so much. This is just brilliant. Um, how do you battle through tough days? Because even though you're 67 and you're the master of your universe, if not the universe, that you still have very, very dark, tough days, I'm guessing. So, so what's the process? What's the mentality? Uh, you know what? I'm, 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 I may disappoint you in the answer here because uh, I, 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 I really don't. I, I, I don't. I, I don't carry baggage. Uh, uh, I, I don't. I don't have a. a, a I, there's. I. I hate going to bed at night. Uh, I, I love life so much. I can't wait to get up in the morning. Um, <laughs> no, that doesn't wife, disappoint me. That excites my, me. My, my, my wife would tell 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 the listeners that I fall asleep in the middle of a sentence <laughs> and I wake up in the morning and finish the sentence. Wow. I, I can't wait to just gobble up and suck the marrow out of this thing called life. Super. And it's exciting as hell to me. So, uh, you know, uh, like uh, now that doesn't mean like I, I got a phone call a couple of years ago that my 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 adult daughter that's in her 40s with two little boys uh, that I had talked to earlier that day, that evening I got a call from a doctor that said, we'll try to keep her alive until you get here, fly across the country. Uh, she's in, in intensive care. Right. Uh, and and we, we babysat her for three months. She was in the hospital in intensive care for 30 days. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and so don't get the wrong impression. Uh, I, I'm dealing with some ugly stuff. Uh, our son was a methamphetamine addict uh, for about seven years, and we thought he was going to kill himself uh, it, it, through through neglect of his of his body. Uh, and now he's a superstar entrepreneur. Yep. I, I, I deal with those things, but uh, at the same time that I'm dealing with those two issues. I'm um, in front of an audience of 500 or 1,000 people as an inspirational guy. Well, what do you do? I compartmentalize. Hey, I'm all in with my kids and their struggles, and I'm struggling with it. But when I got to go on stage, I put that in a box, and I'm going to reopen that box when I'm off stage. Got it. Fair enough. Fair enough. And thank you for sharing that. And and uh, All right. Next trick question. How do you define success? <laughs> um, so success is what you, it's personal. Uh, uh, if, if the listener has never read 
or is not acquainted with the Mexican fisherman parable, they need to go online and check it out. And um, the Mexican fisherman parable is a guy comes out and basically says to the Mexican fisherman, you just got this single boat, but you're terrific. You're hauling it out to the market. And uh, why don't you hire more guys and build, buy more boats? And, and eventually you'll be the market. And, 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 <laughs> yeah. and, he, and, and he said, well, at the end of the day, what's in it for me? And he said, well, then you can have lunch with your wife and play with your kids <laughs> and have beers at night with your buddies. And he said, well, hell, I do that now. Right. <laughs> and, and so there's so many people that think that success is some something that that's defined by society, um, big houses or big bank accounts or b- fancy cars or uh, success is personal. Uh, it, 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 success, success can uh, – here, uh, Ken Blanchard has a terrific company with about 400 employees. I could have a company like that today. I have supply and demand, but I've already had thousands of employees in companies. I love my company. It's me. Right. Uh, I have no employees, no office space. I work when I want to work, don't work when I don't want to work, and I'm having a freaking blast. And every day I'm confronted with opportunities, and this is my message to myself every morning. Don't screw it up. <laughs> Don't screw it up. Don't pursue opportunities just because they sound terrific. Chasing shiny objects is not your route to success. Your route to success is to find what's going to make you happy. If it's spending time with your family and it means you forego some income opportunities, man, spend the damn time with your family. That's success. Amen. And and uh, I'm going to add a couple things here. First, I think you nailed it on the head that it's important for the individual to define success. And then I, I just want to follow that up with I, I've come to the conclusion, it, it parallels what, exactly what you said, that, that success is creating your ideal future. And obviously that allows for adjustment, evolution, adaptability, flexibility over time. So it allows for the target to change. The reason I'm sharing this, because I was asking you, your definition is you continually uh, preach and talk about lifestyle by design. And to me, they are one and the same. Creating your ideal future and lifestyle by design really means success as far as I'm concerned. And I think it falls in line with what you're talking about. Uh, there, there, there's no question. So two years in advance, because I'm booked out that far, yep. I, I figure out how many nights that my wife and I will be comfortable with me sleeping in a hotel for business in the last couple of years. It's about 120, which is about a third. Um, but our grandkids now are four and seven years old. Mm-hmm. And um, and now, you know, it, we're, they're at the age where we'd like to spend more time with them. Sure. So uh, for 2017, we've earmarked 80 nights in hotels for business instead of 120. In effect, I'm cutting my income potential by a third so that I can spend more time with family. Uh, and, you know, somebody could come in and look at my financial statements at the end of 17 and say, wow, well, I had a down year, huh? And I'm going to say, absolutely not. You should have seen what I did with my family. 
lifestyle by design, creating your ideal future. But the key is Jack Daly has taken the time to design the lifestyle he wants. And that is a absolutely brilliant example. All right. As we round this out, favorite books, two or three, uh, you that were transformative, you find yourself gifting or recommending? Uh, I'll give you two. Sure. Uh, if, if I have a business, uh, if, I, if, if you don't read this book and, uh, and, then, and then take action on this book, uh, you're blowing it. Uh, and that is Exponential Organizations uh, by Salem Ismail. And it, 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 if I if I summarize the message, it is um, in your business, uh, who is in your industry, who's going to Uber it and right. could it be Got you? It. Right. Um, and the other book that I would say, it, and I don't have the author's name on the tip of my tongue, <laughs> but it's but it's Shackleton's journey. And and if if you've never read Shackleton's journey uh, to the North Pole and everything that he went through, it, it's about 300 pages. I got finished 50 pages and I'm like, this guy's gone through more hell wow. and overcome so many things in the first 50. What can the rest of the book be about? And it just kept coming. <laughs> oh. And so anytime you think you've got challenges, <laughs> all I think about is Shackleton and what he did. So the, that's funny. Has that not been made into a movie? I know it's not. <laughs> sounds, you, sounds like you, it's you ripe should, for a. Uh, you should go do play. that. <laughs> uh, wow, that is interesting. I two books I have never heard. That's why I love asking this question. <clears throat> All right, Jack, a uh, a tech tool, gadget, website, app, something you use. Yeah, so, daily, so, so other than your iPhone. So so <laughs> so 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 this one this one to go to anybody listening and that got this far is gonna go, what what planet is this guy on? Right. Uh I'm 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 a technophobe. Uh like uh, like I'm proud that I have th- this phone uh and that I know how to work it a little bit. Uh I, I, I don't do uh computers and I don't I like I'm I'm I, I I people have to show me they have to download music into my phone. I don't know how to download music. Um, <laughs> right. I, I I don't I don't know how to sign up for streaming movies. I have people do these things for me. I'm sixty seven, I guess, right. you know, I'm just some old fart. So so I got nothing for you. Nothing. All right. Hey, that's fair. <laughs> It's bound to happen. I, I, I am who I am. Yeah. Yeah, you you uh you know exactly what you are. Hey, um, let me let me let me let me bail myself out a little bit there. So just so people understand, uh, I don't have any employees, but I have seven personal assistants and they work out of their homes and they do all different things. And so anything that that, that you would be asking me about, I have seven people to draw on. So um I I I basically say if you don't have an assistant in your life, you are one. And there are things that need to be done in life, but not necessarily done by you. As an example, it's been nearly two decades <laughs> since I've actually good. seen a piece of mail or paid a bill. Wow. I don't. I haven't. I haven't seen any of that. Why would I do that? Mick Jagger doesn't do it. Oprah Winfrey doesn't do it. They're enjoying life, so I decided I'm not going to do it either. <laughs> that that's great. No, I I absolutely love it. All right, Jack. Uh... Probably just a couple more things. Anything to promote? Um, any we we talked about the website, of course, JackDaily.net. 
Yeah, the, the daily is D-A-L-Y, just yep. so you don't get lost. But uh, you know what? We, we, two years ago, uh, I, I published a best-selling book on Amazon. It was the number one bestseller, Hyper Sales Growth. Uh, it's still selling like crazy. Uh, last year, a uh, really, really fun book that we published, number one best-selling business book on Amazon, Paper Napkin Wisdom. Um, and, uh, and then I will tell you that, uh, in September, in another two months, uh, I, we're, we're publishing a new book called the sales playbook for hyper sales growth at the request of our customers. Um, and, uh, and, and I'm expecting that book to go bigger mm-hmm. than the other two. Well, that's fantastic. When we, and by the way, I think hyper sales growth, I still haven't cracked the uh, paper, paper napkin, napkin. wisdom, yeah. but I know that's that's genius. Uh, when we have you back on, we will get into some of those sales concepts and ideas, and then talk about the playbook itself. Yeah, that'd be cool. Anything you want to? Any parting shot? Anything you want to share that maybe yeah. scribbled down? Go ahead. Abs- absolutely. Uh, the biggest frustration I have is speaking to audiences and realizing that less than 30% of the people that are there do anything different as a result of being there. So it would be disappointing to me to have invested an hour with you today, even though I enjoy talking with you. Uh, it, it would be it would it would be really frustrating for me to know that people listened in. There were some real pearls here, and they let them go and didn't uh, leverage them. Take That's, action. Yeah, take action. That I just want that to kind of sink in or soak in. Yeah, the beauty is. It was an hour invested, but because we recorded it, we've leveraged the hell out of it. And it's there kind of time stamped for infinity. So those pearls will be available. But yeah, I, you know, you can't take action for them. I can't take action for them. I was thinking the one funny thing was you were saying you're a technophobe. And the beauty is if anybody personifies the habit factor, um, it's you, Jack. And, and the, that's really the ultimate testament to habit. The fact is you didn't even need the app because <laughs> you didn't, you, you developed the habit. So you don't need the app and you are just an, on an absolute roll. So thank you, sir. Thanks so much for investing the time. I know the listeners are clapping and thanking you too. And, as I said, this will be airing out in the future, and then I'll circle back and we'll catch up some more on on a personal level. Jack, you have again been brilliant, and uh, thank you so much for your time, sir. Hey, hey, Martin. Yes, sir. So, so I, I was going to say, you know, let's find a way to get together face to face someday soon. Of course. Uh, but here's here's the reality. Uh, I, I leave for a week tomorrow. When I come back, I'm here for a few days. I leave September 2nd, and I don't come home until Thanksgiving morning, November 24th. Oh, no. I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of sad for you. Uh, well, I mean, don't be sad. I'm doing right. really cool things. No, I'm doing you are doing cool marathon stuff. up in North Pole. I'm right. doing uh, Venice and Rome and the Mediterranean and Croatian coast. I like – I treat myself pretty good. Yeah, so Bonnie's got the new crib all to herself, though. So well, she'll she'll she jumps on and off the Jack Insanity train. That's as she right. Desires. 
All right, sir. All right. Well, rest up. Best of uh, luck in all your forthcoming experiences. I know you're going to kill it, Jack. It's an honor and a privilege. Thank you, sir. Have a Thanks. good evening. Thanks, Martin. Bye. All right. Well, there you go. Don't say I didn't warn you. There it is from the master creating your ideal future lifestyle by design from Jack Daly. And it really gives you a handle just how long ago uh, we recorded that. So thank you for tuning in. Hope you subscribe and we're going to keep hitting you with some great interviews. Jack just kicked that off brilliantly. Until next time, see ya.